I have pressed a button, followed by another button, and then a third button, but not all the buttons. Hello, and welcome to Critical Knowledge. This is a 5th edition homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign. My name is Crash, I'll be your DM for the evening, and tonight's episode is called Groundhog Day. Just like uh, last week's episode. You said and it next week's it. episode. <laughs> no. This is not true. Well, one third of that is true. Last week it was called Groundhog Day. This week is called something else entirely. And tonight I'm joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Ellie, April, Millie, Eric. Matt will likely be joining us. He's going to be a little bit late. But with that said, what happened last time? Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, okay. So, 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 my first writing credit came to be. Um, I created the most amazing play musical. Um, it is a combination of Caddyshack and Groundhog Day. I have not seen either, but I heard that they both exist. So I put them together. Um, it was amazing. Um, I was spectacular. Everything was great until somebody got stuck getting up, Mr. Groundhog. Anyway, then, you know, she fell back into the hole and then she got pushed up by like a giant mutant zombie groundhog. And then we defeated it and were really awesome. And I was in the lighting booth going pew, pew, pew. And I was like, super cool. It was my fault. <laughs> Technically, you were sitting on it. I appreciate. I fell. I appreciate that you're blaming the giant mutant undead groundhog on the gnome wizard who isn't is not a necromancer. <laughs> That's true. It could. I mean, it it's it's not the necromancer's fault either. But still, if you're looking for likely suspects, <laughs> I feel like it's the um. The stars aligned because of the failure of our groundhog. An undead one had to come and, you know, re-earn the title. If, if you're going to blame someone for the undead invasion, and you look at the cast, you, you've got the cleric. Mm, probably not. The paladin. Mm, we'll put that on the maybe pile. The necromancer. No, not even thinking about that. It was probably yeah. the cat. No! Why would I write this beautiful play just to have it ruined? But then I mean, the, the audience, audience liked it. Yeah, I was about to say, the audience did like it, so you know, all's well that ends well. They stayed for autographs, which many of them were signed by the Star Spawn, which is a little weird. I mean, most of well, the autographs that it, most, most of the autographs it wrote were, it signed itself as Daldane. <laughs> Which is very I weird. I remember my favorite line of after uh, Auntie Nick's got eaten, all of a sudden Mom goes, well, now that that's out of the way, let me cast my spell. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that part. <laughs> me too. <laughs> that one is uh, now, strong. Now we're memory. just digging up bad memories. <laughs> <laughs> from a week ago, or actually from last night, because you've all had a long rest since then. But it's only been one long rest. Um, now, with that said, would you have had an after party? I mean, it, it was opening night. Yeah, probably. Probably drank the rest of the watered down lemonade. It was orange juice. Okay. Oh, Although watered down that much, it's hard to tell. <laughs> I was about to say, I could not tell. It smells faintly of citrus, but but just enough citrus to cover the chlorine taste. 
So we had LaCroix. I have never had that, and I never intend to. <laughs> oh, LaCroix. LaCroix is seltzer water placed near a vat of whatever vegetable uh, fruit is supposed to taste like. Tastes like static. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the taste like static line, <laughs> Nyx has inspiration. Yeah. Oh, because on one hand, that... That shouldn't be a taste, but on the other, I know exactly what you mean. It's, 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 it, that is accurate. And like someone shouting a fruit flavor, yeah. like across the street. Orange! You're like, yeah. I'm just, I'm just imagining There's someone taking a sip of water and someone yelling, apples! at you. That's basically what yeah. it is. Makes you, you think. Think about the fruit. There's a Kenku yelling potatoes at you for no reason you can discern. <laughs> I just like referencing previous characters. That's all. That's all good. Yes, it is. Uh, so, at what time of day do you think your acting troupe would arise to greet the whatever time of day it is? I would say dawn, but I don't want to presume. I rise with the sun. Well, of course, because your food dish is empty. Yes, and that means I also had to wake up someone else. I mean, you had to you had to push all the food to the sides of the food dish for it to to be empty. But you can see the bottom now, so it's empty. Oh, you saw yeah, so- you you think you're going to go wake up dad, but dad is already awake. <laughs> dad has been awake. Dad has been awake a couple hours before the sunrise to contemplate on his disastrous performance in the last battle he had that he could not smite what needed to be smited at that particular time. And mind you, he enjoys the party. He enjoys the fact that the party did the job and worked as a team, but he did not contribute more. He's very hard himself. So he's at the church right now talking to his deity of, 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 of loveliness to try and get um, Did some you forget your deity's name? Yes, I did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm on medicine. You have to forgive me. <laughs> no, no, I'm loving this because every single time I've had to check my notes for the name of a character I created, it's, I'm glad I'm just not the only one. I, I, thank you. Thank you for making me feel better about myself. Did you just snort? Yes. That's amazing. I snort laugh all the time. Don't ever change. All right. So Hero gets up with the dawn and finds... I think in this case it's dad, not father. Fa- father's. I find father's Clarence howling into the moon. Canonically, I think Clarence is here. Yes, Clarence is yelling at the sun. That or, that or he went with the uh, dragonborn to chase the moon. But then those he dragonborn are not have not returned yet because they're trapped on the other side of the crystal sphere. But that's not something this party would understand. You need to pay attention to the mm-hmm. cobalt game to n- know what the heck I'm talking about now. That's tomorrow night. Um. So. Yeah, you wake up, you think earlier than everyone else, but dad is missing. Didn't even leave a note. There was no note? I thought there was. I thought, I thought you could feel the steam permeating out of my room as I walked down. <laughs> Steaming. Yeah, but that's normal. Can I use my... Can You're I use a forged domain. <laughs> can I use my cat tracking abilities? I mean, if you really want to. I really sure. do. <laughs> um, but... For the two gnomes in our party, um, Arepa and Nyx, what times are you getting up? I want to say late morning, because I got eaten last night. 
<laughs> this very understandable. Very understandable. Maybe like ten ish o'clock. Okay. You you wake up at the almost at the crack of noon, but not yet. But not really crack of noon. The crack of brunch. It's it it's that hour where you wake up and you realize that Burger King is only selling breakfast for another half hour. Oof. So do you want to rush to get breakfast or do you want to take your time and get lunch? It's a tough call. And Arepa, how are you doing? That seems like a reasonable time to me. Okay. So so the two gnomes get up around 10-ish. Um, so we're going to put that on hold because that's going to happen in the near future. But I believe we're starting off with Hero attempting a tracking check. And I'm going to allow you to roll a survival check for this. Okay, I got a 23. <laughs> okay. You are successfully able to track Dad through a town to find him at a church of deity to be named later because none of us can be bothered to look it up. Enter deity here. Yes. It, it, deities is written in brackets. <laughs> Perfect. Actually, do I have that in my notes? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I do. <laughs> oh, this is relevant. You follow Tyr. Uh, yes, I was I was thinking about it in my brain. I'm like, Tor? Tyr? <laughs> Tor is the older brother that she doesn't like very much. Tyr is a god of battles and and righteous retribution. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so it fits. Uh, yeah, I don't see a problem. There there are followers of Tyr in the 5 o'clock game on Saturdays that... um. There have been some issues. Mm. One god might have been slurped up by another god. Slurped? Slurped is not a word that I would have chosen, but after somebody decided to use it to describe what took place, everyone started using it, some against their will, others because they saw other people not liking it. (laughs) Sounds about right. I am also referring to multiple NPCs as I say this, but also the player characters. Beautiful. Yes, it, it it is a thing of beauty to have wordplay that affects someone on a visceral level. But Beautiful. yeah, you you have found a small chapel of tear uh, somewhere in town, and there is a grumpy looking dwarf in there. Dad, I am deep in it right now. I do not hear anything. I roll on him. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I hero. said earlier that Millie was getting in character. Dad, food how, how, come, how can we help you? And then you can see the teeth just crunched right now. With my, my food is empty, and I'm asking you because I know Father can't find his way to the food bowl with a perception check. So I need you to feed me. By the way, you um, pass like 15 or so food stalls on the way here. I would like to reach into my uh, my my little satchel there. I grab two coin or two gold. I give it to Hero and I say, go get whatever you want. You're the best dad. And then I roll out. In my head, Kenny, you don't actually stand up. You literally roll on the floor until you get to the door. I meant that literally. I meant that. <laughs> the best part is you laying down as a seven foot tall tabaxi child 
are much longer than the door is wide. <laughs> I make it work. I will leave it up to everyone's imagination for how that's a thing. But I can tell you I have an imagination and it's a glorious. Okay. So after you stop at insert food truck here, probably get burritos or something. I, I don't know. Whatever, whatever food you get because you can get whatever you want for two gold, which goes a long way when it comes to food trucks. Do you spend the entire two gold? No. Okay. Um, so after you get whatever you want, do you go home again? Um, I mean to, but I probably get distracted by something. Okay. <laughs> Give me a perception check. 19. Okay. So, yes, yeah, so you do get distracted, but I'm not going to say by something. Uh, by many somethings. Uh, the, you get distracted from your distractions on a few occasions. Yay! Um, which is a convenient way of saying that you start getting home around 10 o'clock when the other two players are getting up. Convenient. Very convenient. It's almost like I decided I can't be bothered to come up with a good plot. <laughs> it's valid. <laughs> but also, you see a familiar face waiting outside the door to oh. the theater. Is it, is it, is it, is it Angel Lady? It is not Angel Lady. Dang it. Whose name is Excella, by the way. Like I remembered that name. Like <laughs> no, it is in fact Bindle Bright Light, not <gasps> Night Light, Bindle. no matter how much you insist the one name is the other one. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's Night Light. <laughs> Do you say that out loud? Do you say that out loud? Yes. <laughs> So gnomes aren't known for being covered in fur, unless they've been around you. But that's besides the point. It's not their fur. But you suddenly realize that if Bindle was, in fact, furry, all of the fur would be on end right now from you saying that out loud. And she just <laughs> stares at you. Do, you. do you want a chocolate chip muffin? Actually, I would love a chocolate chip muffin. I haven't had breakfast yet. I have some money. There's a there's a bakery right there. Uh, one second. <laughs> I would like to get a chocolate chip muffin. You can very easily get a chocolate chip muffin with whatever change you have left. They don't cost much. Yes. And then I hand it. She devours it in a very unladylike way. Hi. Did you Hi. see the show? I, I did not actually see the show. I was busy uh, seeing to escorting... Uh, a guest speaker for the Enclave uh, all around last night. He arrived late and apparently was very well rested, so he didn't see the need to sleep. Oh. Until about 20 minutes ago. So I've been up since yesterday morning. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. Uh, although he did actually see your theater... Uh, you'd already uh, finished your show. He saw people leaving. They seemed to be in, in high spirits. Oh, that's good. Yes, and, and he, he he thought it'd be good to visit tonight's show. You, oh. you are you're putting on a show tonight, right? I mean, yeah, it won't be as exciting as yesterday, but yeah. Okay. Um, is everyone else in there, or are um, they all out? Dad is at church. But everyone else is here. Okay, because I knocked, but I... They're I guess... sleeping. We had some excitement. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to talk with, with everyone about that excitement. The 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 groundhog? Oh, uh, that's what it was. Yeah. It yeah, ate I, a lot of our people. 
Yeah, I heard something about that. That's, that is a, a big reason why I wanted to have this discussion. Okay. May go I? Ahead. I'll go wake everyone up. Okay. Go go to the theater. I'll get them. Well, the door's locked. I, I literally can't go in. Well, I opened the door and then obviously you, you, you follow me. Oh, yeah. The door was open as she was saying it was locked. <laughs> she is very tired. Sorry. It was absolutely understandable. So, Bindle is escorted into the theater, and this is around the same time that Aripa and Nyx are waking up. So, you see Bindle being escorted in, and you also notice that no perception check is needed. Okay, if Xanthus was here, then I'd be requiring a perception check. But for everyone else, no perception check is needed. There are bags under her eyes. She looks very tired. I got her breakfast. Good morning. Good Good morning. Good morning. You, you look well-rested. I I guess last last night's show was was a success. They liked it. <laughs> yes, I, I was told. I was also told uh, somebody was eaten during the performance. Yes. Was was that part of the show, or or was that an accident? I wasn't planning on being eaten at the beginning of the night. <laughs> That's always how it starts. <laughs> but it happened being anyway. Eaten, the being eaten was incidental to the script. So I've been told from reliable sources. Yes, and not just Kevin, oddly enough. Oh, Kevin's who you're seeing? Well, no, no. Kevin is sometimes my assistant. He he, he does odd jobs around the the enclave. Uh, um, no, it's we have a guest speaker who, who's visiting, and he'd like to see tonight's show. But we're trying to put on a, a very good impression. He's uh, he comes very well recommended, and can also put in a good word for us for a few organizations that are a bit older than our enclave. Maybe elevate our status as a institute of learning in certain important social circles. So that's kind of a thing that we're hoping for. But that might not be a thing that happens if, say, he comes to tonight's show and is eaten by a giant mutant undead groundhog. Just just saying. Nothing happened to the audience this time. Yeah, Eric, Eric about in, that. Uh, Eric rolls in. That will not happen on my watch. By the eyes of Tor, I will make sure everybody is safe tonight. Who's Tor? That was... Um, okay. <laughs> um so here's the thing when you said this time that segues into another point apparently this is not your first production so congratulations on coming up with more than one that's fantastic but also not your first production that has involved an invasion of undead to disrupt it you know the thing is they seemed last time to only do it once throughout our whole run so we got that going for us. But also, you know, we got rid of the magic things they wanted, so I don't know why they're still going after us. Are you implying this is our fault? <laughs> I'm saying that I am concerned that our reputation as a community might be hindered if anything bad happens to our guest speaker. Do you want to have somebody come and bless the land? 
Do you think that would work? Oh, probably not. <laughs> it couldn't do worse. <laughs> Don't ever say that. Don't ever even imply that. <laughs> I mean, there has been research into that. When you utter that phrase or phrases similar to it, it actually exponentially increases the likelihood that something is going to happen of catastrophic. I mean, I don't know. We'll protect your guy. Can we do uh, like an ABC? That's what I'm worried about. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, hello, Matt. Thank you for joining us. Hello. So to help with maintaining the cannon, which is going to work very well. I will say that right about now, Xanthus has woken up. It was a fun night last night, but it's it's around just after 10 o'clock. You, you did have an after party, so it's perfectly acceptable if your character only woke up right now. And what am I waking up to? Uh, Bindle Brightlight having a conversation with the rest of the party. Apparently Nightlight has a fancy person coming over. And they want to see our show, but, you know, the whole zombie groundhog thing followed by the ghost shadow invasion makes it look like we're a liability. Ghost I'm just saying it first. seems... Your, your <laughs> yeah, theater's whatever. starting to get a reputation. And while it might be good for business, it might not be good for uh, repeat customers to keep being repeat customers. They came back. I saw the same people. Yeah, that's the thing about undead. They're undead because they came back. Not the dead no. ones. <laughs> Not the dead. Like the ones who paid for tickets. I don't know. Some undead are kind of wealthy. Well, we would accept their money if they don't attack us. And that brings but us back to the problem, them. because every time they show up, they attack somebody. Well, then we'll give them a full refund. We'll ask them nicely. Bindle releases a sigh that makes you all marvel at how much air can actually fit into a gnome's lungs. (laughs) (laughs) Although at the end of it, she looks entirely deflated. I don't know why I even tried to reason with you. I mean, the orphans came back for each different show. They're orphans. They... And they're raised by a Kenku. They literally don't know any better. This isn't our fault. I'm not saying it is your fault. I'm just saying it seems to be a situation that is centered in this locale. Uh, But preserve us, us they're less reasonable than the kobolds. Maybe you gave us haunted land. Oh, we met the kobolds. You what now? And Bindu is just totally silent waiting for a response when she says that, by the way. <laughs> this, this silence that's happening right now, this is canon. She's just staring at you. And it, the, yeah, the look is, it's 50% anger, 50% sheer terror, and about 20% confusion. I met Grandpa. You adopted a kobold and named it Grandpa. Of course you adopted a kobold and named it Grandpa. Yeah, it's the dad guy at the gate. And then he let me in and then we had a good talk. What were you even doing on the moon? The moon? I thought it was underground. DM speaking, it totally was underground and not on the moon. <laughs> However, <laughs> Bindle's experiences with the kobolds involved the moon. <laughs> so that's where her brain went. Yeah, we were underground, but we talked to somebody who was far away using some weird magic thingy. But like, yeah. I think I'm getting aspirin. <laughs> what was that, Ellie? I need coffee to deal with this. 
Oh, yes, please. Do you have an espresso machine? Do we? No. Yeah. <laughs> Why okay, not? So you didn't have an espresso <laughs> machine, but for some reason you acquired one recently. Uh, I don't care. That's canon. <laughs> yeah, I'm positive that, you know. Oh, please, allow me. Problem. I'm proficient. Somebody Bindle's secured an, one. Bindle is an artificer. If she's not proficient in espresso machine, then what's the point of having an artificer? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> very, very good point. Okay, so one round of coffee that has the same effect as a haste spell later. <laughs> is plus, hero plus one decaf. Well, no. heroes looks like everyone else's, but it is in fact decaf. However, it does have a nice dollop of whipped cream on top. Okay, delicious. But it is most assuredly decaf. Okay. Matter of fact, it was run through the decaffeination process twice just to be safe. <laughs> and magic was used to apply. Oh. Sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. <laughs> And in this reality, sometimes it is. Yes. Fine. Roll for whipped cream. It's just a dexterity check. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Well, I rolled an eight. So if you had rolled higher, I would have said that you had a whipped cream mustache because those are fun. But no, you just have this big glob of whipped cream on your nose. And it's not even symmetrical. It's just off to one side on your nose. Good. And there is not a care in the world. Nope. No one says anything because Bindle's not saying anything. This is all okay. All right. So really, I'm not telling you to cancel the show because he really wants to see it. But also, I kind of want to make sure that... You know, you don't have another undead groundhog or zombie fog or... I can tell you we do not make those happen on purpose. I'm not saying you do that on purpose. I'm saying let's make sure this happens again. (laughs) And this time we actually did have security in place. The groundhog came from over here and I left open the trap door on the stage. Why do you even have that lever? It's good to have surprises. I mean, hmm? she was supposed to be a groundhog and jump out of the hole and then failed and then landed on the zombie groundhog. Well, I suppose the chair points for having it be an actual groundhog when you needed a groundhog, but... It was a little big. Well, yeah. I mean, if it's large enough to eat a gnome in one bite... Uh, actually, I don't know how many bites it was. I was... It was one really bite. Unconscious. <laughs> it was one bite. <laughs> Also, um, but yeah, we had Belle guarding the door and also eating up all the trash, and I was paying attention, and like, I had my bow and arrow on me, because just in case, we were trying. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You lost me. Maybe it's because I've only had one espresso. Oh, by the way, um, Bindle has had three espressos so far. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounded like you said you had someone guarding and eating trash. Yeah, that's what that's what Bell does. Bell is our mimic. So Bindle just blinks at you. <laughs> if you hadn't been there. <laughs> Kevin gave it to me. Ke- of course he did. Why wouldn't Kevin give you a mimic? 
It's such a Kevin thing to do. It liked it when I pet it behind the ear, so I got to keep it. Where is Bell now? Where does Bell sleep? (laughs) With whoever she feels like at the moment. (laughs) Who had Bell last night? I will allow anyone who wishes to make a perception check. (laughs) Can I use my passive perception? No. I still I still have a perception of no. So. 18. <laughs> 19. The 18s and 19s both have it. Okay. I have an 8. Oh, no. Oh, no. Where is Belle? Uh, you know what? No. I'm going to say even the 16 has it. Oh, no. So, so, so um, Dad sees this as well. Um, when Hero acquired the nose accessory made of um, whipped cream. That was not all the whipped cream in the espresso. Well, in the decaf, rather. But the cup is now empty. Oh, Belle was helping. No, Belle's had an espresso. Belle is the cup. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And fortunately, Belle got decaf. Oh, good. (laughs) Oh, thank goodness. You've, You've been drinking out of a cup made of your pet mimic. You know, I'm just really glad that we have a symbiotic relationship. <laughs> no, that would be bad if it was a mimic. <laughs> That'd be very bad. So your cup smiles at Bindle. Oh. Here's Belle. Why was that was in your cupboard? Why do you keep a mimic in your cupboard? Belle goes where Belle wants. It's where she likes to sleep. We can't stop her. That sounds like very irresponsible pet caretaking. At least she stays inside the building. Narrator voice. Belle had not, in fact, stayed inside the building. (laughs) (laughs) Brightlight doesn't need to know this. We don't need to know this. I'm very very proud of you for using Brightlight's real name. Okay. Stop the laughing. This is. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, Someone's not going to make it about here, a stretcher here shortly. As long as we. as long as we have, you know, don't start getting reports of missing cats. Like, that's all I care about. Yes. Cats is in air quotes. <laughs> <sighs> like a story that I'll share off camera, but never mind about that. Um, no. <laughs> well, because it, it's school stuff and I'm, I'm not bringing my work home oh, okay. to put in a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, look, we keep getting distracted by arguably things that deserve a whole conversation in and of themselves. But let's table all those for now. At why am I petting your coffee cup? Okay, it is kind of cute. I, I do have to admit, Belle is adorable. Uh, tabling, conversation, tabling, tabling, tabling. What can we, and um, Bindle motions at everyone here, including herself, do to make sure that our esteemed guest speaker is able to walk out of here alive after tonight's show and still have a favorable favorable opinion of the entire island. Probably put him in the lighting booth. <laughs> you can see everything from there. Won't die. It would be much harder to attack him in the light in the lighting booth. It's my guiding light can reach it if we need to get there. This sounds like I can an make him invisible idea. for an hour. 
Put him in Actually, the bubble. Actually, I'd, I'd prefer if he was not invisible. Put him in the bubble. I have to be in it. Oh, wait, you have to be in it, and you're the groundhog. We can't have you in the bubble. <laughs> the lighting booth seems like an excellent idea, except I have to say that after having to spend the entire evening and part of the morning with him, he seems like the kind of guy who enjoys pressing buttons. Oh, um, do you still have the hero-proof button shield? It's not hero-proof. Hero figured out how to lift the shield and press the button anyway. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that it took a few days. What kind of guarantee would you like? I mean, I don't... I don't know. I'm running on no sleep and an undetermined number of espressos. <laughs> That's your fifth one. Oh, good. A determined number. number of espressos. Bindle immediately pours a, a sixth espresso. Also, she's starting <sighs> to look a little blurry. <sighs> it's not that your eyes are having trouble focusing. It's that if she has a seventh espresso from this particular espresso machine and her proficiency bonus in u- making espresso, she might phase into another type of reality. Ooh. Problem solved. <sighs> no, no, that would not solve the problem. That would cause so many more. <laughs> and also not solve any of the current problems. Wow, wow, wow. Look, I'm usually the idea person, but this is a little out of my league and it, it's your theater and... It's an undead thing, and you got a cleric and a paladin on staff, and what are we going to do? I, f- I failed to see where the argument comes from. Yeah, if more undead arrive, we simply dispatched them. Yeah, we've taken care of it every time. I mean, it'd be easier if it didn't happen. And the but first you know. time, there was a literal riot. No one died. Several people required healing afterwards. If you're going to be a negative Nancy, what can I do? I feel like that's half the reason these people are coming now. Yeah, they think it's fun. Something might happen. The thrill. Providing entertainment. Exactly. Bindle puts her head in both of her hands with her elbows on the countertop and just looks down at the counter and sighs again. Well, if we're looking for a way to prevent the undead from appearing, I know not of any way to do so. It is beyond my skill as a paladin. If they arrive, I can send them back to whence they came, but I have no skill or magic that can prevent them from appearing. Hmm. Is there something else we could do to prevent the undead from being arriving into our into our theater? Can I set up traps? Be a lawyer, Mom said. It's good work. <laughs> You'll always be employed. No, I said. It's way too boring. I need excitement. <laughs> I need to study extra planar travel. That thing that no one can do right now because there's kobolds on the moon. That's never a sentence I thought I'd say. I could, raise sentence. Some, I could raise some skeleton guards to protect our guests. Then yes. if undead show up, they will say, oh, someone's already here and leave. Bindle <laughs> looks up at you. <laughs> and blinks. It's an idea. And just starts laughing. <laughs> and laughing. And it's the kind of laugh where at first it sounds like a very sincere laugh, and now it's starting to sound very unhinged. <laughs> I take your cup and put it in the sink. She's had enough. You're I'm cutting done. her off. Yep. <laughs> yep. You're done. No more espresso. <laughs> 
Um, proficient. Proficient in cleaning dishes? No, she's proficient in making espressos. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just imagining that. <laughs> like, I mean, I can be. <laughs> um, what if I show you the light booth that we want to lock him in? Why is this getting more disturbing the more you speak? I heard it's a skill, but do you want to see it? Sure, why not? Okay. Okay, so you go up to the light booth. You get up there much faster than a gnome does, but she does get up into the light booth. See? And you can see everything. Ah, yeah. Yes, you can. Um, That's a lot of buttons. We could uh, put up a... uh, like a like a like a like a little bit of rope to say don't do it. Oh, uh, like the sign over here that says "Hero, please press this button." No, this is not reverse psychology. Yeah. How many times did you press this button? I worked the light booth. So all the times. <laughs> well, well, like I worked the light booth. Narrator is going to add in that that particular button is not connected to anything. It's just to keep Hero busy pressing buttons. Yeah, that's the extra button. Doesn't stop you from pressing all the other buttons, but that particular one doesn't do anything. It's like a fidget. Exactly. My favorite fidgets are not the fidget spinners, but the fidget clickers. Personally, I was I was that kid who had the the pen that would just go click 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 over and over again. I'm also that adult, but never mind about that. <laughs> okay, Only when yeah. someone else does it. Yeah. So. Bindle looks around and says, yeah, this would probably be a bad place to put him. He'd be happy about seeing everything, but no one would see him. And um, I don't want to say he's egotistical, but if egos took up physical space, you'd need to enlarge the door for him to get in here. Um, also, usually our enemies attack from the back. Yeah, but this last time they attacked from under the stage, so the front was also bad. Oh. Um, do we have any of those box seats? Not yet. Oh. But the show's tonight, and it's only 10.30. How good are we at building? That's going to depend on how well you roll. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it'll be fine. No one's rolled a natural one tonight. What if we built him a box seat? Hmm. You know, if you had one of these lights pointing at the box seat so everyone could see him. Not one that's too bright. You don't want to show off that you're showing him off. But, you know, just accidentally be like where that one goes. Yeah. I'm pointing. I'm trying. Oh, oh, oh Bindle's picking up what you're putting down. But not literally because she's, she's afraid it might be the mimic. That's valid. <laughs> okay. We can do that. Maybe. That, that might just work. We'll try. Okay. So that that's going to have to be good enough. I probably need to get back now because any moment now he's going to wake up and want to see more of the town before the show. And he's giving his guest lecture uh, before the show. So he's got to get ready for that. And I need to make sure everything's in place. And this co- oh, um, he he's from uh, one of the free cities. His, his, his name is Seelan. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I actually haven't heard his lecture yet. I forget what it's about. It might be because I haven't had enough espressos. 
and I'm operating on very little sleep. But um, I've only had two. So, um, but I'm sure it's like really, really important because a lot of the the higher ups in the Enclave are very excited to, to hear about what he has to say about, um, there's something in the name, what was, what was it? Uh, something about, um, and the DM is checking his notes for the exact name he gave for this, uh, something about enlightened society and benefits and drawbacks. So... <laughs> Yeah, and, and we're kind of an emerging society because Flotsam hasn't really been a settlement for that long. So it's, they want to see what he has to say about that. Oh, I'm, no. I'm going to get going. Good luck on building the box seat. I'm sure it'll be a thing. Good luck. A pain goes down Jaren's head right now. <laughs> so what do I get to roll to see if I can build Be- a, uh, a, st- <laughs> a box? Believe me when I say that you are all less of a headache than babysitting this guest speaker. That's but don't ever let him I hear that I said that. It's the nicest thing. That is the kindest thing. You have earned it immensely. Oh my gosh. Dad, did I'm, you hear that? I got a compliment. I'm going to go now. I just shake my head up and down and just look away. The, the sad thing is that EO is not here. For for the reveal I just oh. gave. <laughs> Eo created this character. Seelid is a mess. I love him. <laughs> He's a wonderful person. And I revealed something off camera about Seelid the other day. Mm-hmm. It was glorious. Um, so we've been playing for about an hour. What do you say we take a short break? And when we return, we'll have a roll for box seat. <laughs> I recommend letting the Forge Cleric Dad help. You can go to Lowe's, like a, buy some two by fours. It'd be like a, you know, like a dad and son combo project. Yeah, father son bonding time. Hear me? Yeah. Can you hear you? Yeah. Yep. So we're gonna take a short break, and we'll be right back. And roll for box seat, and then another wonderful performance where nothing bad will happen. back how exactly are you going to build a box seat would anyone like to share um i was going to just cry at 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 dwarf and also maybe help with dexterity i was Uh, going to suggest letting one of the parental units assist (laughs) oh my god this is amazing i can't wait to put it to use because mine are not just wait until next week when you're asked to help with the pinewood derby racer <laughs> um, I would like Hero to become Speed Racer. No, no, Pinewood Derby Racer. I said it, what I it, said, and I said what I said. <laughs> you I'm will, gonna... in fact, be disqualified oh. immediately. Not the least of which for copyright infringement. <laughs> Look at me! I'm going fast on my Derby Racer. Oh. Every single time. Meanwhile, there is a whole pack worth of Cub Scouts that are crying because you literally drove over their track. <laughs> well, and half of their cars. 
get good. Who were lovingly built by their parents instead of them. But that doesn't matter. Get good. They did, and then you crushed their cars <sighs> and their track. I don't see the problem. Anyways, we're building a box. Okay. <laughs> so you've gone to Fantasy Lowe's, which is right next door to Fantasy Costco, where all your dreams come true. They have a uh, deal for you. I was going to ask, is this one manned by uh, Fantasy Odie? No, all the Fantasy Costco's are manned by Garfield the Deals Warlock. No, no, but Fantasy Garfield the Deals Warlock has canonically discovered how to clone people. So they're but all Fantasy Garfield. Lowe's. Oh, Fantasy Lowe's. Um, nah, it's just manned by one person in wearing a, a green apron who looks very sad all the time. This is will. This is what I build, and I may have done. I may have done it a little bit too out there, but this is what I build. Oh my gosh! I've seen this before. It is wonderful. This this is hero draws the the design of what the box seats should look like, yes. and it's it's it is perhaps the polar opposite of this. <laughs> <laughs> for for those of you who are listening at home or wherever you're listening to this. Um, and can't see this glorious gif that has been shared. It is a treehouse with glass windows and a porch, and you get into it by getting in a bicycle and pedaling. And by pedaling, you raise it up on the wire harness that is attached to the bike, and then walk through the front door of the treehouse. So um, I will tell you that you are going to need to make a roll for this. Well, and I will roll. tell you... I'm stalling to try to figure out what the heck kind of role this is going to be. Um, it's not survival because this is so far beyond that. What's that? Sleight of hand. You know what? <laughs> sure. I'm going to ask the dwarf cleric to roll me a sleight of hand check. Go for it. Thank goodness it's the dwarf cleric. <laughs> <laughs> Your 11 would have been better. <laughs> So in, <laughs> this is you may share your inspiration if you have it please please have my oh, inspiration got a 19 okay so jaren goes a 10 is better than a six so jaren is that episode of simpsons where homer's like oh no i ruined the english instructions i have to read the french ones le grill what the hell is that <laughs> and it doesn't look anything like the plans. Is it technically a box, and is it going to fall apart if someone sits in it? And it will it support weight. I will tell you that the six would have been a no, but with the ten rolled because someone gives up their inspiration, I don't care who, I will say that you're reasonably certain that if you don't let Hero sit in it, it should be fine for everyone else. Okay. I mean, you know, we, we only had a few hours to do this. We had, we, we get some wiggle room. Uh, and you, you put a coat of paint on it to make it look nice. Most people won't notice. Can I paint it in glitter? Are we going to tell you no? I was going to say with I'm not gonna tell them no. 19 sleight of hand check, a repo would be ideal for painting this. But if Hero decided that glitter needed to be involved is there anyone who can physically stop hero from having glitter be involved would would we even want to if hero decides that glitter is going to be involved first of all if hero decides that glitter is going to be involved there is just 
glitter in heroes for before anybody can even do anything. <laughs> it, would this be the first project done in this theater that involved glitter? Also, remember, he wanted to be the center of attention, but not like obviously. If his seat glitters, people will notice. If his seat glitters when he gets up, his seat will still be glittering, if you catch my meaning. Yes. Yes. And that way also we can keep an eye on him. <laughs> Although I suppose he would look fabulous. It's like a zero level guiding bolt. <laughs> if guiding bolt was a cantrip. That's so good. <laughs> Actually, this is worse than guiding bolt. This is so much worse. It's permanent. Every conceivable way. Not just permanent, but contagious. If you have an after-school club that's doing art projects, and there's 20 kids in the club, and one of them is doing glitter, how many of them are using glitter? glitter. 20. (laughs) It it is the art equivalent of COVID. The people next door are now doing glitter. I have a four-year art education degree and certification, and glitter is the one art media that I will not use. I have used oil pastels with kindergartners in a room with wall-to-wall carpeting, and no slip-ups. I cannot say that about glitter. So what do I roll for my glitter check? There is no number you can roll high enough. (laughs) I would like to try. It, it numbers are infinite <laughs> and you can't roll high enough on any die Euclidean or otherwise, but go ahead and roll. What should you're, I roll? You're going to have to be rolling a one D Aleph not <laughs> <laughs> a non Euclidean die. Hi baby. You'll need a D 17 or sometimes you'll have to get that D 59 out. Baby boy, can you please stop rubbing your face on the touchscreen computer? You uh, make things happen. <laughs> Thank if you, baby anyone, boy. If anyone was wondering if when Millie gets into character for Hero, if perhaps Millie is being a bit too over the top, remember who Millie's inspiration is and understand that things are actually toned down a little bit. It's my literal cat. Baby boy? Oh, God. Oh God. Hi. How are you? Um, so just roll, just roll dexterity. Not even sleight of hand, because there's no sleight of hand that can mitigate it. Okay, and I... Oh, dirty 20. A dirty 20. You successfully get glitter everywhere you want it to be. Yes! And everywhere else in the box seat. Okay. But you do not, in fact, look like... Um, an artistic rendering of a tabaxi from the 70s once you are done. Ah, full of victories. Yeah. No one is tempted to hang you from the ceiling and have you spin slowly during the musical number. They're all musical numbers. It's a musical, Charlie Brown. That was the last one. To, the DM is just going to silently <laughs> stare off into the void. I'm all right. Nobody Nobody worry about me. Okay, so you have the the most ostentatious (laughs) and structurally stable box seat. Just in time to open the doors for tonight's performance. Perfect. 
Did everyone remember their lines? Cool. Bye. <laughs> I mean, it's been 24 hours since the last show. Hero. Yes. You're not a cow. <laughs> Dang it. I forgot that last time. Thank you. <laughs> also, did you decide to make any changes based on last night's events? Um, or are you just going I, to try to have it be what you really wanted it to be this time instead of <laughs> taking inspiration from what happened? Um, I think that because of um, some slip-ups yesterday, uh, while we were building, I think I put a piece of wood at the bottom of the groundhog hole to make it slightly easier to get out of. <laughs> so uh, uh, so Nick doesn't slide back in again. Thank you. I'm just going to say um, for this gif, I misread one of those words. I will let you guess which one. Oh, no. <laughs> and why is that even a GIF? There's no animation. Um, anyways, um, and then I, um, while dad is building, and, you know, I'm sitting there being a helper, but, you know, uh, dad's building, I may have actually read my lines again. <laughs> you were doing a very important job. You were holding the nails. Yeah, because I got high not, dexterity. Not while they were being hammered in, but you were holding the nails that, like, every now and then, Jaron held a hand out to, to take another nail to hammer it in. Mm-hmm. And, and you would put a nail in his hand. But I'm not in his na- hand. I'm not going to have you roll for that check. Okay. Okay. Good call. Yeah. So let's Probably do for the best. For tonight. <laughs> well, the, the, the crowd starts coming in, and uh, one of them, you're fairly certain is the, the guest of honor because he comes in along with uh, Bindle. I have he, a question. Yes. Did we make a stairway so they could get into the box? You told me nothing about a stairway. I was showing a picture of a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> I did not share that gif. I just want to make sure that we have a way for them to get well, into the box. You didn't share that gif, but Remember, the person who was attempting to build this shared that GIF and said, I'm building this. Okay, so, so, but they do have a way up into the box. The, it's not there is, I'm not going to say bicycles are technically canon in this world, but I will say there is some kind of ingenious pulley system because okay. Forge Domain Cleric. Just yeah. have a picture. It just might not work the exact same way because it was a 10 that was rolled. But there's something there. Um, so this person that comes in is very clearly human. Um, they have uh, what looks like enough of a five o'clock shadow that they probably wanted it to be a five o'clock shadow. And hair that is just long enough that you could argue they need a haircut. They could argue they have bedhead. But you could also argue that they wanted it to look that way because they're pulling it off. And he has the most smug grin on his face as he's talking to anyone who is willing to spare two seconds to hear about how awesome he is. I think I did the right choice with the glitter. I stage whisper. I think so, too. Um, you stage whisper. You know I'm going to have to ro- have you roll for that. Give, give me a deception check. Ten. Okay. Only everyone within 20 feet of you hears you stage whisper. Good, because I want everyone to know that I am awesome and use glitter. Yeah, Celine is one of the people within 10 feet of you. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, are you saying that seat up there is for me? Yeah. 
I had no idea that you had such accommodations. Why, this is getting to be more exciting by the moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just imagining how much Paige would love doing this to him. Tell me, uh, are are you also students at the Enclave? Nope. <laughs> ah, so. We've been, but just kind of. You were students, but you're not anymore? We just kind of helped out once or twice, and now we're here. Ah, okay. So perhaps you have not heard of uh, the the speech that, that I've been asked, my, my guest lecture that I've been asked to provide. No, we were out oh. of town when you were, uh, no, we were, we were getting the show ready. I'm sorry. Oh, that's a shame. Well, if you have a moment, it's free admission. Uh, I have a delightful talk and there is a question and answer session at the end. I sign autographs. Uh, it's all about uh, this new set of ideas I have after a few experiments. Uh, it, the, the lecture is called Dead and Back Again, The Benefits and Drawbacks of Necromancy in an Enlightened Society. Mom, they're talking about no, zombies. Seelin. Seelin. The name is Seelin. No, 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 no. Mom. A lot of people make that mistake. More than you'd think. Mom. I'm doing the very obvious kid looking for mom noise. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking about zombies. Talk to them. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. I hear you're talking about zombies. Well, not specifically zombies. A wide variety of undead are available for menial tasks throughout industrial complexes and, and settlements and civilizations. You know, they can do things like taking out garbage or guard work, which I suppose is also taking out the garbage. I suggested that I summon some zombies to guard you, and I got laughed at. Laughed at? Well, I, I might have critiqued your work, offered some pointers perhaps, but laughed? I would never. We had a zombie groundhog last night. Will there be a repeat performance? I don't think so. We killed it. If there I is, we'll be ready for it. I like you. And see them point right at Jaren. <laughs> you honestly have no idea if you should be flattered or not. Possibly insulted. Uh, Jaren's not really caring. He's just concentrating on something that happens specifically if, if it's a if it's an attack. He needs to be ready, mindful. He's focused. There's a focus on him right now. Focused. <laughs> right. Well <laughs> I'm laughing at the idea of anyone being focused in this party. Um <laughs> No no, there's many people in this party who get very focused. It's just not always on the thing that is supposed to be focused on. Green circle! <clears throat> <clears throat> something in my throat there I think it was green and round is Seelin a plant that is magically created or manipulated to impede movement there have been times where I was compared to one but no um oh oh wait wait are you trying to find out if I am a favorite enemy I, I undead are my favorite enemy I forgot that well let's hope not no, no, really, they are. <laughs> no, really, they are. Yes, and I'm saying, let's hope not. <clears throat> well, I think it looks like it's about time for the show to start based on these flyers. So, uh, let's, let's see. Uh, I, I'm supposed to, to sit in uh, this this thing with the police, right? 
Uh, we made that for you today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, have you tested it yet? Well, I went up there to paint it. That would explain the glitter. Ah, yes. Um, you know what? I, I think I'll find my way own way up. And he casts Levitate, and levitates up to the box seat, <laughs> and then casually casts Prestidigitation on the seat itself, the glitter... Doesn't all get removed because there's no cantrip that could remove all glitter. Even Firebolt will not remove all glitter. <sighs> and and gingerly sits down after taking his brochure it, um, and, and setting it down on top of the seat first. Brushing it off a bit more and then sitting down on the edge. I really, really just... Gosh, sorry, my brain is just going like, man, if Paige knew what I was doing to this man. <laughs> Paige. He doesn't seem phased at all. No, but Paige would be so happy just for the tiny little things. He's really a charming person once you get to know him. Oh, and Paige looked up to Seelan. Paige likes Seelan a lot, but that doesn't mean that Paige well, still doesn't Paige like Paige is very short and he's kind of tall, so Paige would look up to him, yes. Goodness. Never mind about that. Okay, so it's curtain call. Uh, the lights go down. The curtain goes open. The show commences. Give me performance checks. Let it not be a one today, please. Oh, there's a five. Jaren <laughs> <laughs> got a five. <laughs> oh, my that. gosh. Hero doesn't moo once. Dad and father, however, are doing their best. They are the original odd couple. <clears throat> Arepa's doing very well. Nyx performs adequately. I'm, I'm going to say that uh, the additional 2x4 uh, under the trap door really helps. It's one of those things where no one in the audience <coughs> understands what an improvement it is. But everyone with behind-the-scenes knowledge is like, oh, yeah. Yes, we yeah, did that's, it. That should have been there last night. This would have solved so many problems. <laughs> we are putting that, we're leaving that there for the rest of, of this theater. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, just, that's its home now. I mean, that's not Nix's home now, but never mind. It can be if she wants it to be. She probably doesn't. All right, so things are going fairly well. I'm going to say that with the rolls that are quite high, including the nat 20, um, it's harder for anyone to see uh, the failings of the the 9 and the 5 that were rolled. And one could probably argue that the 5 is because Jaren is keeping an eye out for uh, undead that wish to interrupt tonight's performance. I would agree with that sentiment. And, and that focus is you were saying people have a hard time focusing. No, Jaren is lightning focused on this to the point where he's had to be nudged several times by more than one cast member simultaneously to realize that it was it was his line. <laughs> and that line was supposed to introduce the next person to walk on stage. So it was kind of important. Can't skip you. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, how exactly, Jaren, are you trying to keep an eye out for Undead? Uh, I'm looking out specifically at the uh, top portion uh, where Zealand's at, and then kind of the entranceways of the stage. Okay, so you're looking at stage left, stage right. Yep. And Zealand. Correct. Okay. Give me a perception check at disadvantage. 
Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm so, right. <laughs> that's a seven. The dog outside notices. But unfortunately, you do not because you are lightning focused on three areas where the attack does not come from. Uh, do I notice? Uh, what do your um, tabaxi eyes see? You see the front doors stop being front doors. I groan in character <laughs> and say not that's, again. That's an out of context line. <laughs> your character groans in character and I love every moment of tonight's game. This is a fantastic game. Thank you for letting me be a part of this monstrosity. Thank you for I am letting here for this content. <laughs> well, for letting that be the avenue of adventure. <laughs> Previously, it was mentioned that if Seelan's ego was a physical manifestation, you would need a larger set of doors. Well, good news is you now have the space to install a larger set of doors because said doors that were there and a lot of the wall around said doors turned to dust. Can I, like, while singing and dancing, pull up my bow and arrow and shoot towards the open door wall? Certainly. But when is your turn? Because on the other side of the empty space that used to be a door yeah. is a thing that looks very much like this. Oh, so imagine, if you, will, oh, tennis ball. imagine if you will, a tennis ball. But instead of it being a tennis ball, it is actually like 10 feet across, mostly a giant mouth with ragged teeth. A very large eye in the center of the space above the mouth that appears to have glazed over like what happens to uh, a corpse. And on top of its head, because, well, it's all head, except for the stuff on top, which is not hair, but in fact a, a mass of tentacles, each of which has an additional dead eye at the end of it. And now is when we roll for initiative. But I switched to that tab and I see that you've already been rolling for initiative. Good. <laughs> we don't... The picture of the beautiful monster was enough. <laughs> yeah, you don't see one of those and say, oh, is it here for tea? Did it buy um, a ticket? Can we try diplomacy? You may roll for diplomacy if you wish. It's Have currently laughing. Diplomacy. Let me see. <clears throat> Improbably. Nope, Let's I failed try. my diplomacy check. <laughs> Nick and I are going on the same initiative again. And Xanthus... <laughs> I just saw that. Xanthus has a two. I have a seven. Wait, you said you and Nick's are going at the same time. Oh, you also got a 20. Oh. So yeah, there's two 22s and two twos. Nice. The two twos are for the dance performance. I just think it's funny that Nix and I keep getting the same... Yeah. I see a 20 and a two and a seven. Oh, I, I misread something. I see what I did. Okay, I was confused. Well, you were confused because I was confused, and I basically it was as contagious as glitter. <gasps> That's a callback. Okay, so in theory, if I've done this correctly, Xanthus got a two, Hero got a seven, Arepa and Nix got twenty-two, and Jaren got a twenty. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, and I've rolled for everyone else. Press the start button. Okay, Arepa and Nix, what would you like to do? I'm um, letting Nix go first. Um, 
I'm going to cast haste on Jaren, and then I'm going to jump in my trap door. You've learned your lesson. That's got a very yeah. large mouse, and it can't get you from here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, it has an eye stalk that can disintegrate things, so <laughs> hiding behind wood is not the best thing in the world, but hopefully it's not going to notice you as much. Yeah. That's all fair. Okay, Aripa, what are you going to do? Oh, that looks neat. I can do that, too. I cast Summon Aberration and call up a Beholder again. Ha! Ah. You're in charge of managing its stats because I can't edit this document. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not in the middle of the game. There, there's a thing where I can kind of sort of add a combatant, but I'm too afraid I'll have to start over. It's fine. Okay. It acts immediately after mine. After I do, uh, it makes... Um, shoot. <laughs> it goes to initiative 21.9. I switch tabs and the stat block one way. Um, of course it does. It makes an I-beam attack. And I'm gonna pretend. I'm gonna use chromatic orb. It really helps if I spell aberration correctly. <laughs> it can. One of my students handed in a video today where they used the word aesthetic in the video multiple times as a subtitle, and they spelled aesthetic correctly every single time. <laughs> I was so proud of them. That's Amazing. impressive. Memes can help. For the record, aesthetic is my favorite word. Long so before the meme. That's a 25 to hit. That will hit. And it does 1d8 plus 7 for 14 damage. 14 damage. psychic damage. It's immune to psychic damage from being summoned by gnomes. <laughs> it's very specific. Usually doesn't come up in a game. Weird. Yeah. You, that's That would be a pretty unusual... I'm surprised it spent that much time to add that into the stat block. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, so, Jaren, yes. is there anything that you'd like to um, offer as a rebuttal to this thing uh, eliminating your doors? An intense gaze. They were hand-carved mahogany. And a guiding bolt from the fingertips. Thank you for having it be from your fingertips. <laughs> as opposed to where? His nose. Why are there choices? I'm going to say there aren't. Canonically. <laughs> I'm just going to say there aren't. You can flavor other spells, but not this one anymore. Um, because I put the idea into your head. And a 22 will hit. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of beholders. <laughs> a true guiding bolt comes from the heart. Shot from the heart. <laughs> I love everything about this, including the 23 damage. <laughs> it's radiant, radiant damage. And now it looks like Seelan is not the only person who has encountered a glitter bomb. Wait, no, let's face it. Seelan wasn't the only person who encountered a glitter bomb. Hero is also covered in glitter. I am a glitter bomb. Hero is a glitter bomb. I was going to yeah. Our main character is basically a disco ball tonight. <laughs> haste also that, allows me allows me to make another action, correct? I think so. I'm gonna, it has to be an attack. Yeah, that, it's going to be. It's going to be another guiding bolt. Oh, at, advantage, at advantage this time. I'm just is thinking of, of... 
It's not clear to me that Hero ever cl- ever cleaned the whipped cream off his nose. <laughs> no, I think it's still there. The 19 hits. I kept I, it there as a snack. I'm just thinking of Hero going, you only adopted the, the glitter. I was born in it. It molded me. <laughs> Did you just roll a 19 to hit and do 19 damage? And I would like to uh, cast Spiritual Weapon. Oh my gosh. Cleric. Hasted clerics are the new monks. An <laughs> <laughs> 18 will hit. Uh, 20, it was a 25 and then 18 by, damage. By the way, it's it's very bloodied. Oh, the, the damage was 18. The roll to hit was 25. Okay. You have done a lot. Focused. Focused. Also is a large undead. It's a it's a target. <laughs> if if you painted it red and white circles, it would not be more of a target. Uh, and Jaren, uh, still po- looking at it, is the you know, fierceness glow in his eye from the from the holiness that he brings down is done with his turn. You know, okay. I have to say it is really impressive that all these undead monsters are so good at reading calendars. <laughs> you think it was like an inside job of the summoning, huh? Yeah, but apparently their days are numbered. <laughs> I mean, you have to say it's kind of impressive. They never attack when we don't have a show. They only attack on show nights. Well, no, here's it's, the thing: they do they do attack on days you don't have a show, but they arrive and there's no one there. So just like. Cash will come back. Kick, they kick a pebble down the street and sort of like hunch their shoulders and just walk off as the, the theme from the end of the Hulk series plays in the background. Gotcha. So, anyways, it's my turn. No, it's not. Oh. Uh-huh. No, you 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 got a seven, didn't you, for initiative? Yeah, and didn't Jaren just go? Yeah, he got a twenty for initiative. And then Something it's in seven. Between. No. Oh, no. Oh, you're forgetting everyone else, including the NPCs who I added to this initiative tracker. Oh. No. Um, audience member number five is going before you. God dang it. Get your son on the line. Get your son. <laughs> I love everything about this. And also, Xanthus, could you do me a big favor? And that would be? Roll a perception check. No. No, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> oh, well, I was uh, like to say a broken clock is at least right twice a day. Also, uh, I rolled a nat one for stealth. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. Are they? Oh, no, no, I get to roll with advantage. Hold on. And and not because it's Xanthus they're rolling against, in case anyone was wondering. Should be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that that's better. <laughs> That's better. But does it beat my 18? Uh, well, they have a plus 8 to stealth. So, no. Oh. No. Aren't they lucky? I mean, I said it was better, but they were rolling to beat a 1. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) They are very bad at this. Apparently, they somehow got covered in glitter that was raining down from the box seat. I'm just imagining they're doing like the Kronk from Emperor's New Groove, like sneaking song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as people walk past it and just look at it. Yeah, rolling going. 
I love I love everything about this and not just because we now got to reference my favorite Disney movie. Gosh, same. <laughs> Patrick Warburton had to sign a legal release because he ad-libbed that entire song and someone from legal was afraid that he would assert copyright and ask for more money. So they had him sign away the rights to that song and he was laughing the entire time he signed the form. Of course. <laughs> because it's the song. <laughs> that, that didn't make it into the soundtrack. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Xanthus, you do in fact spot another undead creature that is jumping out of the shadows at you, but it is, however, um, not able to get the jump on you as it does this because you do in fact notice it. No one is more surprised that you're not surprised than you. Of course not. Hey, look, also, I saw that. Also, um, it smells really bad. Like, really bad. Like, roll me a constitution save bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that wasn't hyperbole. 17. Okay, you make the constitution save. You know, I like the word hyperbole more when I thought it rhymed to Super Bowl. Oh, well. Uh, so you make your saving throw, so you're not going to be poisoned by this. Uh, but it is, however, going to make a couple attacks. One with a bite and one with claws. So uh, first the claws. Uh, does a 16 hit? Does not. All right. Now the bite. Uh, does a natural one hit? No, it does not. Okay. That's his, sec that's his second natural one of the evening, by the way. For those of you keeping track... This particular undead is really bad at this. It doesn't seem to have a heart in it. It might not have a heart. Oh, it might be made of it. shadow. That would do it. Hard to put I your heart into something. I have an image to share with you. It it is vaguely humanoid with long, pointy fingers, um, inky black complexion, and a forked tongue that is way too long for anything comfortable to look at. Seriously, that is ugly. Yes. Well, thank you, Millie, for your restraint. It's, you know, I just want to say I play two games a night with Chris and one game a night with Millie. And what you don't say on stream is just as valued as what you do say on stream. Thank you. Thank you. Now it's Seelan's turn in the initiative. Oh, my. This is a wonderful show. What a fantastic production. Almost makes up for the glitter. So, well, I can't just sit back and watch now, can I? Here we go. And he rolls up his sleeves, and it makes a fantastic show of casting a spell. And this force of energy shoots out from Seelan and fills the entire production. Hits all of the walls, rebounds, and comes back again. And then Seelan's just there with, with his hand up under his chin, going, hmm, yes, I see how you constructed that, but why would you? No, that doesn't make any sense at all. Why, the waste of energy, it's so inelegant. Why would you... Okay, yeah, I see that. I see that. And he's, he's just critiquing the work of these undead. He's not doing anything offensive whatsoever. Well, that's good. Okay, it is Belle's turn. God. Please. Okay. 
Belle has absolutely no interest in eating the popcorn. It's actually just sitting there with its mouth open, and some of the popcorn has come out of its mouth. It is shocked. Shocked, I tell you. Okay, well, next one's going to be Hero's Turn, but I think Millie said something about skipping Hero's Turn. No, we're on it. Okay. Hero is going to do great things. Uh, We already have decided that Hero has the ability to jump up into the light booth from the stage, right? I believe you used a special ability to do that last time. I have... Your microphone is acting funky, by the way. Better? A little bit, I think. It was was right when you would start talking that it acted weird. Okay, so let me know if it does it weird again. Will do. Okay, so I know that I have feline agility that lets me, you know, double my move speed. Yes, Um, that's what you used last time, I believe. Make it 60. If I need to, to go hide in the light booth again, uh, it, I like to call it a tactical advantage as I'm a range fighter. I mean, if you want to be legitimate with your description, I suppose <laughs> fine. And there's that sound again. Like, like something's rubbing up against the microphone. I like to be in high up spaces. Okay. So, uh, let's see. I would like to. Did we get it bloodied yet? Um, depends. The giant orb of doom is bloodied. The horrible-looking shadow monster hasn't been touched yet. How close are they to each other? Not at all. One of them is technically not even in the building yet. I would like to go after the... 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 the creepy-crawly one. Okay. I like how that actually does narrow it down because the other one is floating. Yeah. So let's see. Um, I will cast Hail of Thorns. It has to make a dexterity saving throw of 13. I keep thinking that a, a save of 13 is really low, but at the same time, I keep rolling low. Um, and that's an 11. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Then I do... Oh, and is this thing undead? How would you know? I would like to know, because it's my favorite enemy. Okay. But how would Hero know that it's undead? I mean, ignoring the fact that every other attack that's taken place was was something that was undead. I mean, it just seems, like, logical. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but we're talking about Hero. True. Uh, Anyways, I do Yes, it's undead. It is very much undead. Okay. (laughs) And then... I can keep the joke going, Does a 20 hit? I'll give it to you this time. Okay, so I do the three plus six. I've added six. the three already. So um, then 11 damage for my first hit. Okay. I'm going to guess a 29 hits. Jeez. No, that one misses. It casts shield <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> it used all of its non-existent spell slots to cast shield to stack it. Okay, so then that's eight plus... I get the plus... Um, extra 1d8 plus 7 so 15 oh, I've been adding in the damage as you've been rolling it so I'm not going to put 15 in for that one okay so 7 I've already put in the others okay uh, congratulations you have bloodied the ghost yes which actually improves the aesthetic but never mind about that <laughs> alright I'm assuming that's your turn yeah okay it is Bindle's turn Bindle says some very unladylike words. It's a very good thing that the orphans aren't here this, this evening. And okay. 
That is not a roll to hit if you just saw a two pop up. That is determining something. Okay, Bindle pulls out a small device and says, Why is it always undead with this theater? Pulls a <laughs> pin and throws a small spherical object at the beholder. Uh, that is a 19 to hit. It goes right in its mouth. It instinctively clamps down on the thing in its mouth, and there is a <laughs> sound, and a significant amount of smoke comes out, and it takes four points of fire damage, apparently from a grenade. Also, the smoke is not stopping to come out, so it's quite possible that it's currently burning and will continue to burn. So that is the thing now. Xanthus. All right. Uh, said creature with the dark, dusky claws and the large tongue is in my immediate vicinity. Yes, and take... was attempting to render you into small pieces. Yeah, we don't like that. Uh, I'm trying to decide. I'm up, I'm up on stage or near the stage to some degree. Yes, You're wherever no. you wanted to be. Okay. I didn't want to be near the beholder. <laughs> So, well, I'm near wherever the creature is. Um, I also, I was considering using my new sword's power, but I don't want to set our theater on fire. So instead, what I will do, I, was, I will do a bonus action and activate Branding Smite, and then we will swing my sword at said creature. Come on, go to actions. There we go. That's an 11. I don't imagine that will hit. I will swing my sword. Unfortunately, it does not. And that is a 17. Will that 17 hit? 17 will hit. Okay, so we will add... The D8 plus 5. And you know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to also... Well, you've already cast a a Branding Smite, so that's your bonus action already. Right. But I can activate Divine Smite as a free action if I hit, which I have done. Oh, so so you're putting a Smite in addition to a Smite. Yep. I'm Smiting twice. It's it's all Smites. Action Economy. (laughs) Action Economy. Uh, No. Action Economy. This is Action Inflation. Oh, is it Fight Once, Smite Twice? Yes. I'm getting Measure two for the price twice, of one. smite all the times. <laughs> all right, so let's see here. Uh, since I know it's undead, it's going to be an extra 3d8 from the divine smite. The branding smite will deliver 2d6 on top of the 1d8 plus 5 from the sword. And actually, since this is undead, I think my sword does extra damage against undead. It does. It does an additional 1d10. All right, so we're going to pump a lot of radiant damage into this <laughs> creature. <laughs> And I, I used, okay, so there's the slashing damage. That's a 13 slashing damage. Uh, we're going to go over here to the spells. We're going to do our branding smite. It helps if I'm not looking at Bindle's stats. Yeah. <laughs> so there's <laughs> eight radiant damage from the branding smite, which if, uh, so this creature will now shed dim light by itself, and it cannot become invisible. It's a shadow. Yeah, I didn't think it would. I'm hoping the radiant damage will be very helpful to the shadow. I mean, not very helpful to the shadow. <laughs> uh, we're going to do... They're regretting their undeath choices. Yeah. We're going to do 3d8 and 1d10 for my radiant damage from my magic sword and divine smite. Okay. Well, those are some good numbers. All right. So we add, we've added an additional 24 radiant damage in addition to the branding spite's 8, which, is 30, which makes it 32, plus 13, which makes a total of 45 damage. You killed it a minute and a half ago. How do you want to do this? <laughs> uh, does it is it actually corporeal or is it shadow? Yes. If it has yeah, a it's body, a solid shadow. Wanna... Okay, so clearly, the, clearly, the radiant damage will then shatter the shadow's construction into black inky streaks all across the stage. Yeah, you're going to have to buy more paint. I'm okay with that. 
most of the paint was used up in the box seat incident. More We're going to call that an incident now. We'll find more. Yeah. And more glitter. Glitter. Okay. It is the Beholder Zombies' turn. Because they do get a turn. Uh, they are going to point one of their stalks at Xanthus. Xanthus, okay. make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. I'm actually not terrible at those. It is my worst save. 22. Okay. Yeah, you make the save. I'll still take some damage, I'm sure. Um, well, let me read this. It does not say half damage on a success. Aha. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, so I think that's good. Actually, there's an additional paragraph here. Let me check. Okay. No, that is about disintegrating things that are larger than the area of effect. That, that has nothing to do with half damage. So, yeah, you take no damage at all. Uh, you do find that you are now next to Nyx, however, because the part of the stage you were on that isn't there anymore. Oops. Good news. The problem of the stain on the stage is gone. <laughs> well, there's no stage. So. Um, I yep. put another piece of wood down. It's, it is another <laughs> trap door in the making. We're, turning into, we're slowly turning this into a production of ALF. Oh, maybe next we can do like little Shop of Horrors so we can have a big trap stage. So, you know, there wasn't a pit trap at the beginning of this episode, and somehow Xanthus found one. <laughs> I take some falling damage. <laughs> it's not even 10 feet. Oh, okay. That so, no. Matter, matter of fact, it's... The stage is deep enough that if Nyx was not standing on the board, only um, her augmented eye stalk would be sticking up through it. Uh, okay. But so it's not you're, you're not a gnome, so you're just like waist deep and just standing yeah. there looking awkward. Nah, it's like four feet, something <laughs> like that. Not, not yeah. even. Yeah. That works for me. I can get out okay. of here very easily. Speaking of Nyx, however, uh, Nyx and Arepa, it is your turns again. Uh, Nyx, you're up. Um, yeah, haste is concentration, so I'm just gonna put a little bit away from where that hole is and try to duck down a little bit more. Well, any spell that isn't also a concentration spell, you can still cast without breaking concentration. Okay. So you you could throw out, um, oh, burning hands would be wonderful in this environment, I'm sure. All that paint. All the wood. And the citizens. Yeah. I was worried about the citizens and the wood. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, a- any spell that does damage, for the most part, would not be a concentration spell. So you could cast any of those and be fine and still maintain okay. concentration. I'm going to do um, cast Snowball Swarm. It's a deck save. And technically, the Beholder is still outside. So you're 90 not doing feet. any... I'm sorry? 90 feet? Uh, it's within 90 feet, but because it's outside, we're not worrying about you doing any collateral damage to the theater. Ah. Well, not any more than has already been done, and none of yeah. that's your fault. I blame the Beholder. Yeah. Technically, yeah, the Beholder's responsible for all the damage. Yep. We ought to have insurance for this kind of thing. Beholder Except insurance. I don't, yeah, I don't think we'd get coverage. <laughs> Isn't that some sort of magic in sewer ants? I am so thrilled that you have read at least part of a Discworld book. <clears throat> uh, but with that said, what am I rolling? Because I think that's a save. Um, dexterity save. Oh, Beholder Being Zombies are very dexterous. Uh, would you accept a 9? Nah. Ooh, let me know how much damage. 
Eight. Cold. It doesn't like that. Mostly because it has no hands, so it can't build a snowman. It wants to build a snowman. If you, you asked it if it wanted to build a snowman, it would definitely want to, but it can't. Okay. And you're also maintaining your haste spell, because you haven't taken any damage, so you've had no reason to roll a concentration check. Um, Arepa, is there anything you would like to do? I would like to toll the dead. Um, I mean, it is dead. The dead are you here. Give it a toll. Dead. They're really dead. Wisdom 15. Ding dong, the toll the dead is here. That's a nine, again. For 15, oh wait. I was going to say, I thought that was a... Necrotic damage. It does not, it doesn't have an immunity to necrotic damage. Oh, okay. So it is 15 damage? Yes. How do you want to do this? I'm up for you. Uh, As it's, the the spell effect is a bell ringing, and I assume it just vibrates itself apart. It does, and it's disgusting. Delicious. (laughs) Wish Karen was here to see this. I mean, the people who are sitting in the back are, um, they're wishing they had the plastic sheeting that the orphans had the previous night. <laughs> we were but so they, prepared. They, yes, the orphans were very prepared and, and with good cause, <laughs> with good reason to be. Um, but this has hit the people in the back instead. And uh, for some reason, there is a kobold in the back that's just going, again, again, I came here from Waterdeep for this. <laughs> <laughs> and Good. only a few people will get that reference. Yeah. Um, Eric being the DM for that particular exciting adventure. That was fun. It, it was a lot of fun. I, I want to reprise that character. It, it will be coming back. Yay! I'm very happy now. Okay. Uh, so, as it explodes, pretty much, there is a deathly silence, very fittingly deathly silence, that falls over um, everything. And then, and this is difficult to do because I have a push to talk button for you to hear me, but you just start hearing clapping. I'm not going to try to clap because it won't work. The one person clapping from a box seat. Steelin <laughs> <laughs> is giving a standing ovation, maybe because he doesn't want to sit down in the glitter anymore. But he, but maybe not. He, he is clapping excitedly and going, Encore! Encore! Bravo! Bravo! Fantastic! And that's where we're going to end it for tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for playing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Tonight, I was joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Ellie, April, Matt, Millie, and Eric. Is there anything that anyone wants to plug? Besides USB-C, I already know. I stream on Twitch a lot at twitch.tv slash magicalmillie. My brother-in-law writes books. You can find them at noguysbeforeus.com. I run a social network at elekk.xyz, and you can ask anyone there for an invitation. Including a significant number of the people in this conversation right now. All right. And we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Gaming. Help us keep the lights on, along with other illustrious patrons, including Janatalok, Mickey, Shenchen, Walter, Chris, Cindy, Ellie, and Eric. And until next time... This is Crash saying, hmm, so the Beholder and the Shadowgast didn't work. Maybe the idea of turning them into a flea and putting them in a box. An insignificant little flea. That might work. Or it's a shame I'm out of Extractive Llama. That would have been useful. Good night, everybody. Good night. night.